Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. I just heard something that was pretty profound, and I don't know exactly how it went. I was listening to a podcast, and it went something like, the thing that scares you the most is the thing that you must do, because when it scares you, that is when the most growth is going to happen, because if you are not, if it's not something that's going to scare you and make you excited at all, like, it's it's not going to be big enough to create the change that's needed in order to create the change that you want most. So whether it's, you know, to do with your career, fitness, family, relationships, anything, that, that thing that you are most scared to do is the thing that you must do in order to create the change that's needed to grow and achieve your goals. Does that speak to you? Because that really hit home for me and I was like, yes, I have to share that with you. <laughs> All right, what is new? What can I tell you guys other than I've literally eaten like a handful of glucose tablets this morning and my blood sugar is still riding at 67 as we speak. Um, But I'm excited because the MyBetic Awards, I don't know if you've seen on their page or seen on social media, the the MyBetic Awards are happening. It's like the first time this year that they're doing them. And I know that they're opening up tickets to the public to join the event, which is super cool. So if they have, I'm pretty sure that they are. Don't hold me to that. But I believe that if there's tickets available, that they will be opening them up for everyone to join, which I hope happens because I would love to see you all there. And I, I'm just so honored to be part of their award show and to be nominated for an award. And honestly, I haven't really said a lot about it because I, I, I just, I feel like, obviously I'm super honored, but at the same time, I almost feel like we are so closely connected and i feel like you guys are my family and everyone who is nominated for the same award that i am i feel like we're all sisters and so i feel like whoever wins i'm gonna be just as happy for i'm gonna it's gonna be as if i won it because i feel like we all are so deserving and i feel like just as family i'm i think that's why i'm not promoting myself maybe because I just I'm in this place right now where I'm just really rooting for all of us to succeed and I yeah I'm I'm like trying to think about it because in the past when it came to things like this I would be super gung-ho on like trying to win and I'm thinking back to the day when I was trying to win this award for Maxim so not on the same like level of of thing because maxim and myabetic are two different things but just any sort of context in 
or contest in general, I would always be super competitive on trying to win when it meant something to me. But for some reason, for the Mayabetic Award, I just feel so differently. And I feel when I really think about it, I do feel like we are, I feel so closely connected to all of you to the point where like, I'm going to be just as happy (laughs) to be to, to, for whoever wins and to just be a part of your success and that person's success. And I'm excited to celebrate you all. And even if I do win, I, I, I feel like I would be sharing that win with everyone because and and everyone meaning not even people who are nominated because I feel like we're all up there together and whoever wins takes home something that is deserving to everyone so I'm just excited for everyone let's just leave it at that and also another thing that I'm excited about is the fact that we are changing the mission of this podcast and we are going to be really opening it up more to celebrate guests and to have conversations with other people that will inspire us all to live our best life. And so I am in the process right now of setting up all of the I don't even want to call it interviews with guests because I don't want it to be an interview. I want it to be more of an uplifting conversation. And so right now we're in the process of just putting together all of the people that we want to have on the podcast to have these conversations with that will inspire all of us. So if there's anyone that you would love to hear um, on this podcast, if you, if you can think of anyone, or if you even want to be on it, send me a message, holler at me because I would love to, to have you or have someone that you want to hear from. So definitely reach out, just email Taja, T-A-J-A at diabeticfitnessworld.com. And I will also link to that in the show notes. And for the last time this week, I wanted to invite you to win the entire Fat Loss for Type 1s program, which is my Fat Loss for Type 1s course. And inside the course, we teach you step-by-step how to lose fat with type 1 diabetes in a sustainable way so that you can lose the weight and keep it off for good. So you will learn exactly how much food you should be eating and what foods you should be eating to lose fat and manage maintain good blood sugars and what exercises you should be doing, how to calculate your macros, how much protein, fat, and carbs your body needs each day. And we'll work together for six weeks and I'll answer all of your questions live inside of a private Facebook group. And I'm just so excited for this course because the doors are going to be opening for enrollment for the last time in 2019. The doors will be open on September 4th. So if you want to win the course, this is the last time I will be making this official announcement that you can win the program. So just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash win. And there's also a bunch more details on that page that when you when you fill in the application to win the program, you can read up on all the details there. And I'll also link to that in the show notes. So today we are going to cover how to lose weight and maintain good blood sugars in the process. So this is going to be super beneficial to you if you obviously want to lose weight and manage good blood sugars. And if you've been struggling with feeling like maybe you're gaining weight because of the amount of insulin that you're taking, or maybe you are 
just not, you haven't found a solution yet for, for losing weight at all. And you, you feel frustrated because you want to keep good blood sugars, but you feel like you, it's just impossible because when your blood sugars are good, you feel like you, you can't keep the weight off. So this episode will be super beneficial to you. And even so, if you're trying to lower your A1C, there's still some tips that you can take away from this episode. So before further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. So the first thing I wanted to say before we even dive into any of these steps is that if your goal is to lose weight and you're worried about insulin and fat gain, I don't want you to worry about it because insulin is not the issue. The issue is your overall calories. And when you are consuming food, treating hypos, and you are going low more often, and if you're not mindful of all of these things that you're consuming, meaning you're not tracking your calories every single day and you're not accounting for anything consumed treating hypos, then you're likely eating above the like you're you're likely not maintaining a calorie deficit which is what's needed for fat loss and so this is what becomes a real issue not the insulin itself so i promise you that if you are maintaining a daily calorie deficit it doesn't matter how much insulin you take you are still going to lose weight and i i'm a proof to this my clients are proof to this and the other thing that i just want you to know and be aware of is that when you are trying to lose weight and you're doing it properly and you're strength training and and you're eating in a calorie deficit, likely you are going to require less insulin anyways. So I just wanted to, to say that as well. So, all right, let's dive into these steps. So one thing that's going to help you out a ton, and this is number one, is progressive strength training. And I know we've talked about this a ton before, so I'm just going to quickly mention it. But when you are strength training, make sure that you are incorporating progressive overload because this is what is needed in order to facilitate the change that's needed to actually build muscle. And this is important because the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn at rest. And the more muscle you have, the more insulin sensitive you are going to be. So all in all, make sure that you're incorporating progressive overload into your routine. And the second thing is aerobic activity. So this could even mean walking, walk for 10 minutes a day, get those steps in because not only does walking burn calories, but it also is going to make your blood sugars go lower. So Obviously, you might want to make some treatment adjustments before you head out on your walk or before you partake in any aerobic activity because when you are trying to lose weight, you don't want to be consuming extra calories. And when you go low, you are going to be eating extra calories. So if you make those treatment adjustments before your activity and just kind of time it out and plan it out accordingly, that is going to help you out a ton. But aerobic activity like going for a walk is going to do you so it's going to do wonders for managing your blood sugars and keeping your blood sugars more level as well as um, just burning those calories for fat loss and this brings us into what you're eating before your workout so you really want to make sure that you're eating to fuel your workouts and that you're also eating to stabilize your blood sugar so this means that you just completely throw 
without the cookie cutter approach, um, like about eating low carb or whatever, you know, just throw that out the window entirely because it, eating low carb, yeah, it's going to help a ton for managing your blood sugars, but it's not the amount of carbs that you eat per day is going to be different for everyone. So someone who is more active is going to need to consume more carbs. And the amount of carbs that you eat per day is not going to change whether or not you're going to lose weight. So you can still lose a lot of weight eating 300 carbs a day, and you can still lose weight eating uh, like 50 carbs a day. So it's just about what works for your body, what keeps you energized. You want to make sure you have enough energy for your workout. So timing those carbs before your workout is going to help you maintain your energy levels. And then after your workout as well, you want to make sure that you're timing your workout where you can have a substantial snack and Consuming a snack that is substantial, meaning you are consuming carbs, a carb source, preferably complex carbs, and some sort of fat and protein is just going to keep your blood sugars more stable overall. And that is going to be super important because you are most insulin sensitive about 30 minutes to like two hours post-workout. And that's when your blood sugars will drop considerably generally. So just be careful about that. And so timing your, your, your post-workout meal to be something more substantial is going to help you stabilize those sugars. And another thing just to keep in mind, if you are sticking to eating more of a low-carb diet, it's important that you are just timing a majority of your carbs to be around your activity because your muscles use blood glucose and glycogen. And when your glycogen stores start to get low, then you'll start using blood glucose at a faster rate. And most likely you're going to have to stop mid-workout and treat a low and nothing is more annoying than that. I know that you know this. And then after your workout, again, like 30 minutes to two hours post-workout will be the most critical to restore your muscle glycogen stores because this is when your muscles will take up the most glucose. So bottom line, don't base the amount of carbs that you should eat every single day on anything that anyone else is doing. Just really focus on fueling your workouts and keeping your blood sugar stable. So timing a majority of your carbs around your workouts and just spot patterns, spot trends and see how your exercise is affecting your blood sugar so that you can have a better, so you can have a better idea of how to properly time your carb intake around your workouts. All right. So the fourth thing is sleep. So sleep is going to be so important. And it's I I feel like I sound so redundant saying it because everyone is like, oh, sleep is so important. But guys, it really is. And it's okay to just take a nap if you need to, (laughs) like take a nap today if you can. But sleep is really going to minimize your overall stress. And I don't know if you've ever had those days where you have shitty blood sugars all night, you can't sleep, and then you go to work early in the morning, you're literally feel like you're hungover because you are riding on fumes of such little sleep. And it, it kind of throws off your hunger cues, your cortisol levels are higher, so you're eating more, you're it's it's just like you feel crappy, right? And so it's important that you are making sure that you get enough sleep and also it will ensure that you keep your blood sugars more stable and it will help you train better because having good sleep not only is going to you know minimize your overall stress but it's going to make you more clear-headed it's going to give you more energy it's just going to help you out twofold in every area of your life so make sure that you are getting in as much sleep as possible and really paying special attention to that 
And then the fifth thing is hydration. So make sure that you are hydrating throughout the day. And I'm totally, I have a water bottle next to me. I'm totally going to chug this as soon as we finish talking because that is one thing that I do struggle with when I'm sitting at home by myself working and recording, chatting to you. I get so wrapped up that I just forget to drink enough water. So note to self, I'm going to remember that I'm going to chug water after this episode. And so should you go fill, take a second and fill up a glass of water if you need to. So hydration is going to help you out a ton in stabilizing your blood sugars. And it's also, believe it or not, going to help you with your workouts because when you're dehydrated, it just, it's, it's going to make it for a crappy workout and it's, it's not going to do you justice at all with, with your overall fitness goals or your weight loss because a lot of the time um dehydration can be mistaken for hunger so just make a reminder to drink up drink enough water every single day if you don't love water you could also try putting like lemon or mint or kind of infuse your water with different things and that will make it a little bit more palatable if you do not love water (laughs) and so the sixth thing is just to be mindful of your overall caloric intake Because weight gain is only possible if you are consuming more calories than you burn every single day. And fat gain does not happen overnight. It takes weeks and months of eating in a caloric surplus to gain body fat. But if you are not mindful of everything that you're eating, meaning cooking oils, sauces, if you eat out at restaurants, make sure that you are weighing things. If you have a food scale, that you're really being mindful of all of these little things. Any hypo snacks, if you wake up in the middle of the night, even a glucose tablet, like all of these things will add up in calories. And if you're not mindful, They will put you in a calorie surplus and you will end up gaining weight or at least maintaining weight and not losing weight at the end of the day. So that's going to be super important. And also when you are being more mindful of your calories and the amounts of everything that you are consuming, it does help your overall blood glucose control because if you are weighing your food every single day, you get exact amounts of everything that you're eating. So instead of just guesstimating like, say you measure a cup of oats because that's what the label says is a cup of oats or whatever is one serving but then you weigh a cup of oats the often it can be very inconsistent when you're using using measurements as opposed to weight and so if you're bolusing for that amount it can also kind of throw off your accuracy and make you either go high or low so that's going to just be another thing that is going to help you overall in lowering your A1C and losing weight. I hope that was helpful to you. I hope those tips are helpful. And it's crazy, guys. Like I am riding at an 80 now. We started, I think when we started this episode, I was a 67. And I can't believe I made it through without feeling all weird. (laughs) But I guess because I'm gradually going up. Doesn't say I am, but I can feel that my blood sugars are stabilized finally so that is good i don't know can you ever feel when your blood sugars like it's when when they stabilize and even if your dexcom doesn't say that they're going up or down i guess if they're just like out of flat arrow or sometimes you might be going down it like hasn't kicked in yet because i know that there's a five minute delay on your dexcom but do you ever feel sometimes that your your body feels like higher than you actually are after you've treated it a low because that's how I feel right now. I'm like, I, you know, if I still felt low, I would eat another glucose tablet, but I feel higher than an 80. So I'm just going to let it ride, even though 80 is not low, but you know what I mean, <laughs> but guaranteed I'm going to see an arrow up in probably like 10 minutes. 
So that's the crazy thing, right? Like how the Dexcom, there is a five minute delay. Anyways, I hope that you found this episode helpful. And if you feel called to do so, please, please subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review. Tell me what was helpful, what you learned from this podcast. It really does help this podcast reach more people and reach all of those people who need to hear this message. So the goal is to reach as many ears as possible and share this episode. Take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions, holler at me. Just send me a DM. I'm always answering everyone who messages me. So if you have a question on anything that we discussed here today on this episode, definitely holler at me. And you guys, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week. Same place, same time.